What's up, nation? Big Talk Nation. Welcome back to another episode. Hell yeah. Of the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And we are the Big Talk Podcast. Here we are. L.A. Guns cocked and loaded. Hell yeah. Their second album. Killer, killer album. Straight out of Hollywood, baby. Right here, you got the opener, Letting Go. Um, I, you know, go ahead, on, Chris. I think this is the, the perfect way to fucking start an album. It it got me jammed, excited, and it was just a little couple of riffs, like a, a, maybe a minute and a half, maybe two. This is how you fucking start a, an album, let alone the tour. You would go out and get everybody excited. Bam, 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 bam. Here you go. Play a few I seconds. agree with you with everything except for I'm not a fan of those goddamn horns. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the goddamn horns. All right. What's going on, dude? Hey, man, they got to make some sound, dude. The producer. I was, I'm not a fan of the horns, but I agree with you. Everything you just said. Great opener. Short and sweet. Too short in my mind. I could have taken a little more, but I like that little build up thing they do at the end. Right into slap in the face. Track number two, dude. That's Love it, it dude. Here we go. And right into the album. Right into the album. Now, this is the first uh, uh, full-length song, Slap in the Face, but that's it, man. That's how you want to give it, Chris. You just want to slap someone in the face. Hey, here we are, man. Greg slap lo- you in the face. Greg loves to get slapped in the face. Yeah. With, with a hand. With a hand. Yeah, with a hand. <laughs> uh, Maybe a butt cheek or two. I, I, I love this, dude. It, it's... This song is... It, it's like slap in the face and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It's like... It's almost like instead of saying you're getting punched in the face, you're getting slapped in the face. It's kind of like we're going to come out here and slap you in the face. Like I totally envision like this is at a concert. We're going to slap you in the face because it talks about lights and all this stuff and going on at the same time and all these things. And that's just kind of what I see it. Gang singing as usual. You know, I love it with L.A. Guns. Their gang choruses and singing are just as good as anybody else does them. Maybe yeah, the best. Definitely. Maybe the best. Good and, and 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 you know what? The solo in this song brings it to another level. I think this is one of the best solos on the album. Love it. Great opener, dude. Nice. We're, we're gonna call this the opening song. The other one was opening track. This is the opening song. Alright. That's the way I'm gonna deal it, baby. I, don't care I like what you that. Say. That sounds good. It's not the best song on the album. But no, it's a really good album. Really good song. We won't say that. No, what? No. But like I did, as a, as an opener, as a, a first track on the album, as live in concert, this is you got me going, man. You're playing these first two songs. Yeah. You know, get me going. I'm 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 pumped Listen and ready to, to go, solo. man. That solo's killer. Um, I've never saw them in concert. Did you? Yes, many times. Did they open with those two? Yes, they did. That's got to be awesome. They did, man. That's why I said that was even more. Like you know, I had the I had the the cassette at the time and you crank it so much and then when you see them live and you're just like fuck they're starting with these two songs fuck yeah you know you know Greg I have I've never seen LA Guns in concert but if I wanted to I could go on December 31st and see them play the Whiskey A Go Go December 31st 2023 wait wait, wait a minute Is is it Tracy's LA Guns or is it Steve Riley's LA Guns it doesn't matter because Phil and Tracy are in the band. They're together again, just like peas and fucking carrots. All right. And uh, 
I may see if I can swindle my way into that show. See if the wifey will let me yeah. let me go take in a rock concert for New Year's Eve. She'll probably want to go hang out with the family, but hey, we'll go rock after. and roll is my family. Let's get young. it. Love it. Let's go to the next track. Rip and tear track three. And in my opinion, the best track on the album. And my favorite song from LA Guns. Nice. Rip and tear. All right. I cannot get enough of this song. Same things that I love about all their music. Gang chorus. Oozes sex. It sleaze at its best. I love the way that um, Tracy's playing the guitar when they're singing in the chorus. The guitar solo's great. Love everything about the song. Best song they did. Sounds good, dude. Dude, I'll, I'll have to give it to you, man. This is definitely one of those songs I like to hear live and, you know, I want to sing along with. But all right, man, that sounds great. Dude. Yeah, whenever I hear this song, listen to this. Dude, killer. The way they're singing together, the way he plays the guitar. Can't get enough. But I, every time I hear this, I want to I crank it up right now. <laughs> I want to crank it up right now into your ears. But if you're listening right now, crank it up yourselves. Yeah. I love it, dude. See, and that's another thing we... we we can talk about this ad nauseum. I know we're going to keep saying the same things because a lot of things about this band to love. But for me, it's Phil's scream, yell singing that he kind of oh, sounds yeah, like. The that, way that, that the way album, yeah, yeah the way that his vocals come across, I love it. No one else does it. Sounds good. Um, and then when like this in the chorus right here, when they're all they just do it better than anyone else that. It's not like, hey, let's sing together. It's like, we're going to fucking go gangbusters together on this yeah. fucking course, and we're going to all yell sing. There you go. Whatever you want to call it, dude. It's great. They, I love it, man. I can't get enough yeah, of this song. You know, I kind of want to say, I think all four guys did the, did the background singing on this kind of stuff uh, in live in concert. Like, you know, you have Phil up there singing, but everybody would have a mic. And, you know, sometimes when you go in concerts, some of the musicians don't have mics. Yeah. Usually like lead guitar, but Tracy was singing yeah, background he too. He was up there doing singing, doing some rip and tear when he was in doing some solos. I love it, dude. I love it so much. I don't want to go to the next track, but you ready to go? No. All right, let's keep listening. <laughs> Greg, Greg is driving the car. Yeah, let's hear the breakdown, Chris. I love it, dude, and and I love how it uh, speeds up at the end of the song too. Right? You get a little breakdown here, and then. The tempo just speeds up right to the end. I love it, dude. That's what they needed to do. They're on the. They're, they're, they're about to go off the rails on this song right? right now, dude. I love it. Thank you for not letting me change it. You're like, no, Chris, we're gonna listen to this whole thing, dude. Well, you know, you said it's your favorite, man. I'm gonna hear yeah. it now. Um, Rip and tear, baby. So this album came out August 22nd, 1989. Polygram Vertigo Records. Um, all recorded in Hollywood. Uh, they did it three studios, uh, Music Grinder, Conway Recording, and One-on-One -on -one Studios from April to June 89, uh, which is pretty quick, dude. June, April to June, they, and they got it all done by April, or excuse me, by August. Two months, they released the record, so they were just trying to get it out there, and man, they did a great job. Maybe that lends a little bit to the rawness right? of that really makes their sound what it is uh, of LA Guns, man. I love it. Is this and, the pickup that you're talking about? Yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. This was their first release, and it really did nothing. And it went to 47 on the U.S. mainstream charts, but yeah, that's about I, it. That's, that's that's nothing. 
And they probably had a video on MTV. Yeah, yeah, they did. All right, you ready to go? Now nah, you're ready to go. Now nah, I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. And yes, they did have a video for that song. See, this is then all of a sudden you got that now this Hollywood sleaze, sleazy come, sleazy go. Yeah, dude. Didn't Winger have easy come, easy go? And you know what's funny? I, I was, I go? was gonna. You know what, dude? I even got that <laughs> in my notes. I wrote, "You son of a bitch." Yeah, I read your notes. Um, you you probably did. Um. Sleazy come, easy go. Um, you know, it kind of... You know what I called this one after I really listened to it? The poor man's falling angel. Fallen <laughs> angel. It's okay. kind of got the same story. Okay. She's getting on a greyhound. She's she, He says New York, Hollywood. Yeah. She's coming here. Talking about greatest Peruvian. We're talking about drugs here, guys. She makes it to the top. And then in the end of the song, she fucking just falls from grace and ends up on a greyhound back home. Kind of a, I love it when they tell a story during a song. It's like the poor man's Fallen Angel, because Fallen Angel is like, in my opinion, from the era of glam metal, is one of the best songs that ever came out. So people who are not familiar with Fallen Angel from, say, Poison, hey, from Poison, from Poison, Fallen Angel from Poison on their second album, Open Up and Say Ah, uh, was that track two on side one? I think uh, probably. something like that. Uh, great video that tells a story along with the song. If you've never heard it, go listen to it. Fallen Angel by Poison. This is like the poor man's version. And uh, I like the same thing. It's not a good song. It's not as good of a song as Fallen Angel, but it's still it's. But this isn't Poison. We're talking about we're talking about L.A. Guns and we're talking about a sleazy group. And this is right what they should. This is the way they should do this song. I love it. But what I do love about this song too is there's a certain groove that they have going. You know, yeah. I I don't want to say bluesy, but sleazy bluesy groove where it's in a sense. Uh, danceable or swingable? Mm. Yeah, like a like a like a dirty swing. Yeah, like a dirty swing. There you go. I Good. like the little 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 noodling right there that Tracy does. It's great. I think at some point in the song, there's horns too. See, I tell I, when I last time I listened <laughs> to this, I was taking notes. I was like, these sons of bitches are not gonna get me, dude. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let them know what's up. I believe there's horns in this I, at some point. Uh, but man, I like the song, dude. It tells a good story. It lets you know what's going on. That's it. It tells a good story to have a good diamond. Yeah. yeah, man. I love it. Um, God, LA Guns, just so underrated. So underrated. See, there you go. A little bit different, like you were talking about. Let Tracy kind of extend his solo there. You ready to go to the next track? Yeah, you go ahead. You know how you were saying about rip Here and tear? Go. Here we go. I think this is how I feel about it. Never Enough. Let's hear it, Greg. Never Enough. I, I really dig this song. Um, I dig the video, too. The video was kind of like, uh, you know, like when the Beatles took Ed Sullivan? They kind of do uh, L.A. Guns, a version of the Beatles and Ed Sullivan mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. Where you have, like, girls screaming parents looking at you know oh my god and then the guys are just on stage rocking you know that kind of stuff but this song i think is cool uh fun good groove love it i i so if rip and tear was yours probably never enough is probably my favorite from this album i i i have nothing wrong with you saying that never enough great song off this album uh probably the number two three song right in that area we got some good tracks coming up I love it, man. It's, you know, it's about a, 
girl that keeps on, he's never enough for her. I'm never enough for you. I'm never enough. She's always wanting more. Bye-bye, baby. Right? Right. Bye-bye-bye. He says in the song, it's just the way it goes. Uh, Great chorus. The chorus in the song is great. Um, I got nothing else to say. I would have wished for a little bit more of a guitar solo, but through the last end of the song as it goes out, he's just soloing behind, which they do a lot. Tracy Guns has really given that freedom to do this kind of shit right there. We just heard Yeah. at almost any point that he's feeling like, I'm going to do some shit right now. That's almost <laughs> kind of what it feels like. I'm going to do some shit. I'm going to Tracy Guns this motherfucker <laughs> up. And Ooh. he does it at the ending of a song, at the beginning of a song, behind the chorus, after Phil's done singing some line. I, whatever, dude. You know, they bust into this thing, which isn't really a solo. Then they go do some stuff, and then they start singing, and then he starts ripping, dude. Yeah. Um, can't get enough of this song, dude. I love it, dude. It's right up there, top two, three. Cool. I go back and forth. Love yeah. it, dude. All right, man. I'm smiling. I love, I love rock and roll. Let's go. Let's go. Here it comes. Here it comes. See little Tracy coming in, man. I love it, dude. I love the tapping solo that opens this out, this this track. Tapping solo. Um, a little bit different again. You know, the background vocals, like the singing, like, like you know, like this. Jeez. Yeah, they're they're. <clears throat> They're keeping the gun sound, the LA gun sound, but they're twisting it. They're, they're giving yeah. it a twist. They're not changing the whole thing, which is sometimes where bands fail and go wrong is they try to change everything. Instead of just tweaking, twisting, a little bit here, a little bit there. Listen to this, dude. He's just showing his guitar chops. Yeah. Let's throw some effects it, it, in there. It, it's different than anything you've heard from Tracy, but it's, fucking a, it's, a, it's a lead guitar player. He can do whatever he wants, really. As long as it's fitting in the song, I'm fine with it. Love this song. It's got everything. You know how much I love the guns. The choruses are great. Yeah. I love these guitar effects at the beginning, man. I can't get enough of it. By uh, the way, the name of the song is Malaria. Sorry. Right? No, no, no. I I was going to say that, too. All right. I would say, did they uh, tour with anybody on this this album cycle? (sighs) I believe they did. I don't know if I wrote it down, but I'm probably sure that I did. You're going to have to get back to me on that. Oh, yeah, I got it right here. They didn't tour much. At least that's the information I could find. Um, I didn't put on my scuba gear and go for a deep dive, but what I did find on the kind of places I go, they really just did a couple little short tours with Shark Island and Pretty Boy Floyd. Those are kind of the two bigger names that they toured with. Get the hell out of here. It was like 20-something shows. With with probably L.A. uh, headlining then. Yeah. LA. I think I don't know if Shark Islands from the Bay Area, but um, are they from LA? You yeah. would probably know. They were from LA, um, but I think that one of the shows they played up there in the Bay Area that Shark Island headlined. But I don't think I they, don't know. I don't think they Shark Island hit as big. As no, they didn't. Pretty Boy Floyd or LA Guns, but wow. Because I want to say I do remember seeing them. I think they were opening for somebody. You know, I I wish there was someone we could talk about who could really tell us, you know, maybe like a Tracy Guns or Phil Lewis type person could come (laughs) on the show and tell us what they were doing touring during these these days. What about Kelly Nichols or Mick Cripps? I'll take any of them. I'll take any of those guys, dude. I'm not saying that I have a hierarchy of choices. I'm just saying those are the first two names that came to mind. But Greg's right. 
We'd love to have any member of the sh- of the L.A. Guns family on here. Let us know what was going on during this time after the Cocked and Loaded album, their tour to support. Love it, dude. The 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 chorus right here, little more singing. You know, remember earlier I was kind of talking about the yelling. Yes. The yelling. This is, but this is not what the song is. Same thing, just tweak it. Gang yeah. chorus, but we're singing. Th- this little seems bit different. A little, a little less uh, uh, rocking. More, a little more melodic, or, yep. or or in that kind of sense. Yeah, I'll, they'll do something like that. So yeah, good, I, honest. I like it, dude. It it fits. Yeah, it fits. Ready to go? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know the song was next. Oh, you liar! <laughs> liar! I know. Uh, this is the song that you should know about Ellie Guns. Once we we talk about Ellie Guns, uh, this is their biggest hit, uh, "The Ballad of Jane." Mm-hmm. Um. One of those uh, ballads that just took these guys to the stratosphere, uh, brought their name into the lights. Um, I, I'm going to say two million, Chris. Two million what? So album sold. I got it right here. No, no. It's gold. It's not even platinum. Really? They have no platinum albums, which surprised the hell out of me as big as this song was and as much plays they got on MTV. I cannot believe that this album did not sell a million copies. It hit wow. thirty. It hit, it hit. It debuted at eighty nine. It hit number thirty eight on the Billboard uh, album charts. But here's the thing: it spent fifty six weeks on the charts. How does this thing not sell at least a million copies? Wow! All right. And it's been the, their super big hit. And their super big hit. Yeah. It also hit forty five in the UK and number twenty three in Japan. But They're, still. <laughs> LA Guns is big in Japan. <laughs> hey, we're coming after you, Japan. Yeah. Don't, we don't think we forgot about you, man. I'm trying to tell you this. My brother-in-law is going to Japan soon. He's going to spread the big talk gospel to Japan. He's nice. going to go all over that country, littering it with flyers I and like big it. talk. Does he need a t-shirt? Maybe. Maybe. Can we, can we convince him to put a shirt and... Maybe. Take a selfie. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to have to give it to him. Let's Put on do the it. Bullet, bullet twain. Yeah. Love it. This song, yeah, this was, like you had said, Greg, this was their big hit. This was the one that was all, not only was this the one that was all over MTV, there's something else that this video is also known for, and I'm sure you know as well. This is when Tracy, Tracy Guns got his hair cut. Remember? He oh. had the long, and then he got it cut to that short hair. Yeah. Preceding all these other jabronis. That cut their hair, Metallica. Uh, <laughs> preceding them by years, once again, hair bands or, or glam bands, LA, Hollywood bands not getting the credit they deserve. But yeah, remember he came out and he had that short hair? Yeah. Remember this video? It was very, it was shot very soft. Yes. Soft edges, um, almost like, like, a fu- it, like a fuzzy filter. Yes. Kind of a thing. Kind of like in a garden, maybe Wearing a rose some, garden. They got some like enough's enough silky shirts on and <laughs> shit. Remember that episode of Seinfeld where he wears the puffy shirt? Yes. They, they were wearing the Seinfeld puffy <laughs> shirt, dude. They were wearing the Woo. Seinfeld puffy shirt in the video. Man, great video. I love it. I love the song. The song is about James Mansfield. There you go. That's what I was next on my. Um, I was reading. Chit-chat. I was reading a little article. Um, although uh, L.A. Guns did, gave, they gave they shared writing credits equally. But there were people that wrote more songs than others, but they just did it equally. They just said okay. LA Guns. Um, uh, who wrote this? It was, uh, I got it right here, dude. Um, 
uh, Phil uh, and Kelly were the ones that wrote this song. He was thinking about James Mansfield. Phil was thinking about all the unsuccessful actresses that come to Hollywood and end up being waitresses and fade into Hollywood. And they thought of James Mansfield, who died at 34. Beautiful woman, always was compared to Marilyn Monroe. Beautiful, beautiful woman. She was a pinup model in the 50s and 60s. Um, died in a car accident. Go check, go Google her. You guys will be like, wow, man, beautiful woman. Um, yeah. That's what the song's about, dude. And, and it is a shame what happened to Jane, but it's really kind of an ode to all the women that have tried to come out to Hollywood or the women that have died young that, you know, are yeah. are stars and beautiful and died too young kind of a thing. And what a great song, dude. I love it. This was their hit. This was the one, dude. This was the one. I love it, too. I can't get enough of it. And it hit number blah, 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 number 38 in the top 40 music charts. Yeah. There you go. Wow. All right, man. We went all that, the way through that song. Well, because it was a bitchin' song. Yeah, it's a bitchin' song, guys. We had to play the whole thing. And we have probably had a lot to say on that, that you know, thing. Uh, this next one, um, next song, I love it. Like I said, it starts off a little differently. Mm. Almost sounds like twanging or like that Indian style guitar. Uh, it's a sitar. A, sitar, for sure. yep. okay. That, that stuff like that. So let's uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was it. I was just I, I enjoyed that. I I like the the sound on it, and like it says, it goes from that into a little more groove. Like, mm-hmm. hey, man. Let's talk about the band members that we had going on in, in right now because this has Phil Lewis on vocals. Yeah. Tracy Guns on electric, acoustic, and 12 string. Electric sitar, the theremin. You know that thing that goes, yeah. I wonder what song that's on. I don't know. I'm about to find it, dude. Maybe this one. This one's got a lot of weird shit going on. <laughs> uh, backing vocals, like we had said earlier. Uh, Mick Cripps, electric, acoustic guitars, piano, backing vocals, Kelly Nichols, bass, harmonica. And Steve Riley, drums and percussion. Steve Riley had joined the band right before, I believe, their debut got released. There was actually yes. a Japan re a Japan release of that album where they had a bonus track that he actually played on. So there's one track if you go to Japan, you can get on an import if you buy it here that has Riley playing drums on one track. But he was full-fledged member on this one. That's enough I gotta say about the band members. Let's talk right. about this song, dude. Where are we at? Magdalene, I, I'm, tr- I was trying to, f- you know, decipher what's going on. It's obviously like a sitar sounding thing. It's like a, like a fantasy distant land kind of sound. That's what it made me think of. Like, it's, it's almost like he's writing from the point of something going on from a long time ago. The reason I do, I say that, is because if you listen in the beginning, the lyrics talk about cold marble and silken sails and crystal potions, and I'm like, maybe he's writing from like. Either he's writing about something that's taken place in a long time ago, yeah. and or he also says hallucination high is also a line in that song. Maybe somebody's hallucinating that they think they're in this like dream state land of like I always think of like an Egyptian on the oh, Nile, okay, yeah. that area of the world, that Definitely, Middle East yes. area, sand, sails, marble, stone, kind of kind of thing. That's what I think about. Yeah, when I know that song, that dude. that definitely describes it a lot better than I thought it was because you're right you're, uh, if you're dreaming you're thinking of mm-hmm. like the sitar type mm-hmm. of thing when you, yeah right you, you could put a soundtrack to your dreams how that's, that's gonna start yeah and you know it kind of goes into this kind of stuff but yeah great song 
I like that, you know, like that thought and stuff like that. Yep. All right, you ready? Yeah, definitely. It's coming. Kind of go to like, you know, that, that certain. There we go. Feel to it of like, you know, now you're back. We're back to the sleaziness. There's a sleazy song for you. Instead of dreaming, now we're going to give you some more sleaze. Yeah, they gave us a little break, right? They gave us uh, malaria, Balajane, and Magdalene, and now we're right back into it. Uh, give a little. Tell me yes or no. Does this not sound like a fucking Aerosmith song? Kind of. That's I get such Aerosmith vibes off of this. There's that that 70s sleaze is a little different, but it, you know, LA Guns obviously doing this song. I love it. Classy. Is it kind of like ragdoll? In a little bit. Hot uh, trash. Daddy's in a cutie. <laughs> that one? That's yeah. what it kind of if you kind of go on that one, that drum sound has that ragdoll, living in a movie. So to me that you're you're in a sense, I'm, that's giving me the Aerosmith vibe. Yeah. But remember, that was Aerosmith in the 80s. Well, These I was saying, are... it's, it, to me, it's more, it gives me more of a 70s Aerosmith vibe. Okay. And uh, I actually, I wrote down the words classy sleaze. Like, it's a little more classy than like <laughs> rip and tear or sleazy come easy go yeah. or something off of their first album. You know, they're trying to class it up a little bit, but you know, what, what's the saying? You can't put a, you can put a tux on the whatever, but you can't. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. On the about. penguin, but you can't put the penguin on the text or what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, love it. See a little uh, harmonica, yeah. baby. <laughs> Listen to that, dude. That's no oh, Joe Perry, man. man. That's a little Tracy Guns. Yeah, Tracy Guns is killing it right here. Still had his long hair right here, I'm sure, in the studio. <laughs> Never gets his dude. Remember he, um, at one point, remember he left LA Guns to form that band Brides of Destruction with Nikki Six. Yeah. Uh, the super group. The super group. Who else was in that group? Do you remember? Nobody memorable. I can't, I can't remember. I thought there was. We'll check it out. I might Google there was, it. There was I'll Google another, it and come back five minutes There was later. another singer that he was another band, but he wasn't like super known because he kind of has that 70s rock sound to him. Yeah, dude, but this, yeah, it's got that Aerosmith sound to it. I love it, dude. Let's go to the next song. All right. I think this is uh, just like an instrumental, right? Yeah. I'm addicted. So there's just Tracy having a good time, man. Yeah, it's an instrumental. It's, you know, um, honestly, I could have done without it. Yeah. I could have done without this. There's um, as great as a guitar player Tracy Guns is, this is not a great guitar solo. I can't play guitar. I bet this was difficult as shit to fucking do. <laughs> but I can go back and I can find I can pick some albums <laughs> out where I can find some a lot better guitar solos. I like the one on their debut album where he's got tender, it sounded like some D from Randy Rhodes, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from this. I don't know what the, what's the point? That's perfect. You got to blow me away. If you're going to put a guitar solo in here, you better blow me away. That's perfect, dude. I'm not saying you have to be Eruption. Where everything is always compared to Eruption. Nothing will ever be better than Eruption. No. But you got to do a Mr. Scary. 
Something like that. There you go. I mean, do something. I mean, I'm just... Yeah, go ahead and bring me to the next song. Yeah, I probably could have done without this. Let's go. I love this song. To me. 17 Crash. What, who thinks he's Sammy Hagar? Hello, baby. Yeah, I love it, dude. <laughs> You're out of control right now, dude. I love LA Guns, man. I mean, this is one of these albums that I just, you know, love. And if we didn't say, if Chris didn't say at the top of the hour, uh, this is uh, the second album called Cocked and Loaded. And to me, Chris, that is a great album title for this. Hey, you hear the first album? Great. That was us. Now, we are cocked and loaded. We're going to destroy you, and we're going to take over your city. Cocked Damn. and loaded. I saw an interview with them. They were outside. God, I don't even know what show this was. It was on YouTube. Look it up. They're outside a tattoo parlor on Sunset. Tracy Guns is going to get a tattoo. And Phil's talking about the title of the album. He goes, yeah, we're already getting backlash from like retailers that don't want to stock it because it's called cocked and loaded of course tipper gore syndrome cocked it's got to be talking about dicks yeah no dude look at the album cover it's a revolver it's cocked and loaded i'm ready to shoot my gun's ready the la guns gun is ready to shoot and destroy the rock world that's what i'm kind of thinking it's about right cocked yeah. and loaded and then there's uh, a scandalid scantily scantily uh, lady kind of Pulling the uh, the hammer back. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah she, she is. is. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, just saying about this, Chris, 17 Crash, I love With man. some breath. Oh. At least she wasn't naked. That would have got a sticker. She was not, Two million. She was naked, not in the front, but she was naked in the back. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I totally love it. Uh, it's just a fun song for me. Um, 17 Crash, man. I really dig it. I, I was wondering, is this song about 17-year-olds? Kind of. Like, I took it more as, like, girls, young 17-year-olds, um, you know, and seeing what they saw happening in the Hollywood scene with young girls coming from everywhere trying to make it there and being on that cusp of adulthood, 16, 17, 18 yeah. years old. It's not as blatant as Winger's 17. They're not saying she's old enough for me, but they are kind of saying that. But they're also saying, like, there's a lot of craziness going on in L.A., not just Hollywood, but in L.A., but everybody says Hollywood at this time. And that's kind of what this song just screams at me, all of that. That's all I got to say. Well, I, I want to say that it kind of talks about, if, if you look at the rest of the album, the, the next... You want to bring me to the next song when I'll talk about it? Let's get it, baby. All right. The next song is called Showdown, Riot on Sunset. Mm. So we're, we're, if we're talking about coming to L.A. and doing all this kind of stuff, this is kind of what it is, too. Hey, there you, you come to L.A. and it, it's just uh, there's just riots uh, on the streets, you know, from you hear that you hear the horns. I was going to say thank you for talking over the opening of the song so I don't have to hear the fucking horns. What's going on with the fucking horns? They're making a sound, man. Not just, you don't so make who, sound just to make sound. Who produced this album? I could just fart over the. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, come on. Uh, the producer of this right here, dude, that's a sound. Uh, Dwayne Barron. Okay. Don't know much about him. Don't know really of anything else he did. I think he did a good job. Oh, it's well, I mean, <laughs> Tom Worman was also on the production team. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> there we go. There we That's go. What I wanted to hear, a little Tom. If you if you haven't if you don't know you don't know. Yeah. 
And if you do know, you know. You know? I, I, I think that this song is very in their groove of saying, you know, showdown riots or riot on sunset that, you know, hey, they're just, there's always going to be craziness. There's just bands coming out of left and right. And you just got to pick and choose on who's the best and who's not. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. you know, in, in a sense, Chris, there was in that, in this mid 80s, I don't want to say there was actual riots, but there was all kinds of fans walking up and down sunset bands, you know, uh, plastering the walls, plastering everything they can with their band, you know, flyers and shit like that. If you look at it, it's a fucking riot, man. Everybody's screaming, everybody's yelling, the cars driving up and back, cruisers. You know, I was part of that crew too, you know. We just go, hey, let's go cruise sunset. And what'd you see? Girls, flyers, guys drinking, people partying, you know. It's just what it was, you know. Who's playing tonight at the Whiskey? Oh, Molly Crew, who's going to play tonight at the Roxy? Oh, Pretty Boy Floyd, who's going to play tonight at the Roxy? You know, Wild Side, all right, cool. Shark Island. I love it, dude. <laughs> Or we go to here in the valley, and we get you know uh, the country club. Who's gonna play in? Warlock, Slayer, Armor Saint. You got all that shit too. Yeah. You know? I love it, dude. Yeah. Greg with his stories. You can't with my get any better than that. You ready? I'm ready, baby. Give it to me. There's. That sounded like the cops showing up right there. Yeah. See that? Dude? That was the cops showing up. Wheels on fire what track are we on holy moses dude track 13 of 14 this is a long album dude it's almost an hour long a lot longer the other one was like 30 something minutes um uh, wheels I, of fire um i probably want to say i'm riding a bike because these guys rode bikes i'm oh yeah i'm sure they did this was this was the the motorcycle days of, of the sunset strip i'm gonna say something about this song the song is is five minutes long it's way too long okay it's way too long intro's too long the middle's too long the ending's too long they could have cut a 90 seconds. They could have made this a 345 song and it would have been way better. They're trying to, it's almost like they just, I don't know what they did, but I didn't, I like the song. It's a sexual song. It's just too long. It's just, they, they, it's, they're it's, trying to give more bang for the buck? Maybe, dude. If there was any filler on this album, it's this song. For me. Okay. For me. I can understand what someone's saying. No, dude, this song's great. It tells us the, the, what's going on, dude, on the time. You know, the motorcycles, the wheel on fire, the sexuality of this. I get it, but at least cut the song down another minute or something. For me. Okay. That's my, uh, it's my opinion. You want to move to the next one? This is cool. Uh, so what are you saying? You don't like it either? No, you know what? It's not one of my favorites, and it's not one of the memorable songs that I'm going to do. It's not, Oh yeah. you the, know, it's not 17 Crash. It's not, you know. Uh, uh, it ain't no rip and tear. Know. Yeah, it ain't no rip and tear. You know what I mean? not even a slap in the face so <laughs> which I'm is cool. one of greg's favorite things to get yeah by a hand a hand <laughs> there we go all right man you ready to go to the last track you ready to go yeah all right here we go last track folks what's the name of this chris i want to be your man i'm sure you do baby yeah yeah i love this i think this is a great song a great way to end the song too starts rocking this is a great song great closing track here it's killer phil getting back after a long time of not hearing him sing his classic yell vocals that we all love yeah um we got the gang singing his back again like i love um and it really this really wraps up and takes everything that's la guns 
into one song to close this album, and I love it. It's got everything that they were about. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, and it just throws it all together, and this song is like the complete L.A. Guns package. Great way to close it. Listen to that, dude. It's killer. There's yeah. A, there you go. I love it, dude. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that, man. That's a perfect way to end an album. Uh, good song. Get me hyped. I'm ready to roll. Let me throw a few things out at you. All right. Let me throw a few things out at you. One, there were some guest artists on this. Oh, I didn't know. Although I couldn't find out what songs they were playing on. Okay. Anywhere. Uh, Ted Nugent played some guitar on this album. Get out of town. Robin Zander and Rick Nielsen did some backing vocals. Cheap trick. Cheap trick. And Derek St. Holmes did some backing vocals. I'm not really sure who that is, but he's on there. So if anybody can tell us where, what songs those guys were on, we would much appreciate it. We just don't have all that kind of time. But I will tell you this. If you want to go to at Big Talk (laughs) Podcast, I already fucked it up. Let me start over again, guys. You were good. Let me start it, over. Man. Here you go. At BigTalkCG.podcast on TikTok, Instagram. BigTalkCG at gmail.com. At BigTalkCG on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. We are The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. You can go to our bio, Instagram bio. Hit our Linktree link, man. You can see everywhere you can listen to us. We're on everywhere, dude. You guys can't miss us. You can't get away from us. We are here. We are there. We are everywhere, even in your underwear. I like that. Remember, guys, this is Greg for the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. Checking out L.A. Guns, Cocked and Loaded. See ya.